Welcome to Creating Smarter Spaces, where every episode, you'll learn about another aspect of the intersection between technology, innovation, and the built environment. Produced for corporate real estate, facilities management, and workplace technology executives just like you, this podcast will make sure you stay ahead on the ever-evolving journey to creating smarter spaces. In this episode, I'm going to talk about sustainability. Energy is the number one resource we consume around the clock to keep our spaces running. It's also the source of the biggest impact our spaces have on the environment. Many organizations have begun measuring this in one way or another, but is what you're actually doing going to enable you to make an impact? In this episode, I'll discuss what you need to do to make sure you have what you need to actually make a difference. I'm your host, Michael Prischula, and this is Creating Smarter Spaces. So let's dig in. With ESG on the minds of most corporate boards, sustainability and therefore energy use is likely under the microscope in your organization. If not for the sustainability, but with the rising cost of energy in most parts of the globe, because it has a direct impact on expenses and therefore the bottom line. Today, I wanna talk a little bit about energy monitoring when it comes to smarter spaces. Specifically, I want to talk about why what we measure matters and why just doing energy monitoring really is only an exercise in vanity. Let me share some scenarios I've seen and how I believe you should be thinking about deploying energy monitoring in your environment that will enable you to have a real impact. As I've said before, monitoring anything in a workplace is a waste of time and money unless you're prepared to do something with the data. And often, knowing what you're prepared to do is imperative to ensuring you're gathering the right data to help you have the confidence you're making an informed decision on your actions. Unfortunately, this isn't what I'm seeing in the area of energy monitoring in many workplaces. It's actually just the opposite. What I've seen in the wild is yes, there are a lot of companies out there looking to measure energy usage, which is great. But when you scratch a little bit below the surface and get into what and how they're actually doing the monitoring, it gets pretty useless. It's like using a hack off of Instagram to get rock hard abs in 30 days. It sounds like a good idea, it looks like a good idea, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really work. When you peek below the surface of many workplace energy monitoring solutions, what I'm finding is they're doing it all manually. Typically, using power usage reported by their utility, scraping data off bills, or if they're super advanced, getting very rudimentary data from a power monitor at the tenancy or the floor level. Now, like most things in smart spaces, there are degrees of advancement or capabilities you can offer, each one more advanced or better than the other. A similar one here is occupancy which I discussed in episode four. I'll put a link in the show notes below. But when it comes to energy, while knowing what you're using is interesting and knowing it on a per square foot or per square meter basis is nice, it doesn't really give you anything you can action. It allows you to say, yes, we're monitoring our energy usage and maybe we're keeping track of it on an executive dashboard that we distributed to some executives in the organization. But it's pretty useless beyond that. Say I have a report that says, 
I have a space in New York City that's using X kilowatts per hour per square foot. I also have one in London that's doing Y and another one in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, that's doing Z. This report tells me that New York City is the most expensive and Kuala Lumpur is using the most power. Okay, great. But what else is this data going to enable me to do? There's no context. Do you know why? Why is KL using more than New York? Maybe it's a different type of site. Okay, great, but still, so what? If the name of the game is to get more efficient, to use less power, to be more sustainable, then what is this data helping me with? The answer is absolutely nothing. So actually, to be able to be more sustainable, I really need to know what is using the energy. Maybe KL is actually running really efficiently, but New York has an HVAC that's running until 10 p.m. every night and on public holidays. Maybe there's a fridge in the kitchen that has an issue and suddenly started using three times more power than it usually does. Maybe you have 100 televisions or displays in the space that are running permanently 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My point here is having the data on what is using power and when is far more important than how much power is being used if sustainability and cost savings is your goal. The what gives you context and a baseline to measure, monitor, and make decisions on. Are the things you have in your environment performing like they should be? The what is also going to be needed for you to really get any value out of AI or large language model solutions coming down the track. Remember, those systems are only as smart as the data you give them to learn from. Before we continue, I want to take a minute to thank all of you that have taken a few extra minutes to leave a review about the show. I'm really happy to see the content is resonating with so many of you. Podcasting is an interesting medium. As the host of a solo show, as they call this, it's easy to feel like you're sitting here in a padded room talking into a void, not really knowing if the message is hitting the mark or not. The star ratings and even better, the short written reviews help me know what you like and enable others to discover the show as well. So if you haven't had the chance to leave one yet, I'd love for you to do so. The simplest way is to visit the website at smarterspaces.live reviews and hit the rate the show button. Or you can do it right here in the app you're using to listen to me right now. It really is that simple. Thanks a million. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Now, back to the episode. My friend, Michael Grant, has been on this crusade for the last year or so to get some buildings that are empty after hours to turn off their lights. Now, I'm not going to call out the specific company here, but let me just say it's a multinational financial institution. They're based in the US and this office that he's been watching is in the UK. Now, if I'm from that company and I'm getting a report on the amount of power I'm using per square foot, every month it's say X. It's been X for years. And if I'm so advanced that I get data on power consumption per hour of the day, everything looks pretty good and consistent. My corporate energy usage dashboard looks great. But now, let's drop down a level and assume in this space they were monitoring what is drawing this power. They'd see right away the draw on lighting in the space is consistent for 18 to 24 hours of the day. And if they had a smarter space, or if only using badge data, 
they would get a pretty good indication that the space is virtually, if not totally empty, for five, six, seven, eight hours of the day at least. This should go from a nice big red green dot to a big flashing red one on my dashboard if sustainability is my focus. Why are we using the same amount of power for lights when the building is fully occupied at its max as we are when virtually no one's there? HVAC, lighting, refrigeration, AV equipment, makers labs, specialty equipment. Knowing what is running, how much it's using, and when is imperative to enable you to move the needle. To not only use less energy, but also reduce your costs. Marrying energy usage up with real-time occupancy could help you make your decisions more informed and even more dynamic. Maybe HVAC turns on on public holidays when more than six people are on the floor for more than say 30 minutes, but turns off again once they've left for more than 15. Same with the lights. Yes, some of this is advanced, but some of it is also super easy. So if you're planning a sustainability initiative or have one in flight now, ask yourself this. Is this program helping me understand what is using energy and not just how much? Is what my team or service provider getting for me going to enable me to make the informed decisions on where, what, and how to improve? Or will it just give me a baseline of what we use and enable me to set some arbitrary goal of reducing energy use by 12% by 2028? All words, no teeth. As they say, actions speak louder than words. And you should be executing projects that gather data your teams need to make and take action. Not just create graphs that give you words to speak to. Now, we all live in the real world and I understand sometimes we need to make nice graphs to appease the powers that be. But as a leader in this industry, I encourage you to take the steps and make the decisions that will enable you to speak to those graphs with the data behind how and why you got there and how you're going to make a difference. To do that, you need to know what is using power, not just how much and where. For those of you that choose to take this what approach I've been describing, do it right and you'll find far bigger savings. Make far bigger impacts to your organization and our world than those that don't. The fact that you're listening to this podcast alone tells me that you're the type of leader who wants to do things better, smarter, and isn't afraid of change. If you're starting a program to gather and report on this data, ensure you're getting the data that enables you to make decisions. If you're building a new space, make sure you implement monitoring systems that can give you this level of insight. Baseline your loads, understand what the draw of every system you put in place is so you can monitor it over time. Unfortunately, the industry isn't going to come to you with these proactively. Your designers, your MEP contractors, they aren't going to bring this to you. Why? Because no one is pushing them to change the rinse and repeat approaches they've been using for years. And if you're lucky enough to work with the forward-thinking ones that want to bring these innovations to you, your master contractor is probably telling them to pull it out because it will increase the price of this project, a small amount and they don't see the big picture that you're chasing. You need to lead here. You need to set the bar 
of what you need inside the walls, not just on them. Need help? I'm happy to do it, and I know plenty of others that would too. You know where to find me, smarterspaces.live connect. While I talk about a lot of cool technology and the importance of end-user experience, there's nothing more important to our world right now than making sure we take real, actionable, measurable steps to reversing the impacts we have had on this world as humans. In a 2022 report from McKinsey, they say real estate drives approximately 39% of total global emissions. Approximately 11% of these emissions are generated by manufacturing materials used in the buildings, steel, cement, etc., etc., while the rest, 28%, is emitted from the buildings themselves and by the generated energy that we use to power them. This audience, you. You are the people who can make the calls and enact the change here. And any way I can play a role in helping make that happen, I want to. Get the right data so you can make the right decisions. Your shareholders will thank you. Your boss will thank you. The children in your life will thank you. And if it means anything to you, I'll also thank you. And on that note, I'm going to get off my soapbox. So that's a wrap on today's episode. But before we leave today, just a reminder, I make this podcast for you. So if it's something you like and feel others would too, please consider leaving a review on your podcast platform of choice or share it with a colleague or friend. Not sure how to? Not a problem. Just point them to smarterspaces.live slash listen and all the options will be available right there. As always, one final disclaimer, all views and opinions I share on this podcast are my own and may not necessarily be those of my employer. I trust you've enjoyed today's topic and I hope you'll tune in for another episode soon. This is where real estate, facilities management and technology converge. This is Creating Smarter Spaces.